Welcome to the Holistic Pharmacy Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Marina Buxov, holistic health coach, clinical herbalist, and functional medicine pharmacist, or just holistic pharmacist for short. Whether you're a healthcare professional helping to support the health of your clients or going through your personal healing journey, I believe you will find yourself right at home with this podcast. My co-hosts and I will be merging the scientific with the holistic all season long, as well as sharing stories that will touch your heart and challenge your mind. Please enjoy the show. Hey everyone, I had so much fun recording this episode with my colleague, coach, mentor, and friend, Dr. Christina Fantana. We recorded another episode a while back when she was using her maiden last name, Tarantola, and I will link to that in the show notes. From questioning our beliefs, to being raw and vulnerable, to demonstrating how to move and shake up your energetic blocks with emotional freedom technique and tapping, we go really deep into busting some myths and narratives that we tell ourselves on the daily. One key takeaway here is to follow your desire and lead with your heart, even if that means taking the road less traveled. But you don't need to go at it alone. It's allowed to be easy. So give yourself permission and get help from coaches like Christina. Dr. Christina Fantana is a rapid transformation coach, hypnotherapist, pharmacist, and five-time author. Her most recent book, Moving Beyond the Counter, is a collaboration that showcased the stories of 20 pharmacists, including myself, And I'm so grateful to Christina for bringing us together in this way and forming this brilliant community that is giving permission for others to shine. We're also having a book signing next week on November 12th, 2022 in Mars, Pennsylvania, and I personally can't wait. Dr. Christina helps pharmacist entrepreneurs release subconscious blocks so they can own their brilliance and scale their profitable healing businesses. She blends hypnotherapy, science-based transformation, and intuitive coaching to help you simplify and scale your heart-centered business with more ease and flow. For the last 10 years, she's been providing uplifting transformational content through her YouTube videos, books, courses, programs, and retreats to help women reconnect to their inner light to go from burnt out pharmacists to lit up full-time entrepreneurs. I cannot say enough in this brief intro about how grateful I am for my personal and professional relationship that we have developed over the years with Dr. Christina. So without further ado, I'll let this episode do the talking. Enjoy. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Holistic Pharmacy Podcast. I have back on the show with me today, Dr. Christina Fontana. She was known as Dr. Christina Tarantola before in a previous episode, so I'll link to that in the show notes. So I'm having her back on today to share her journey and how she works with energy in relation to both her healing work with clients as well as how it relates to business. So I'm super excited to get into the meat of this episode. And I'd love for you, Dr. Christina, to just say a few words about yourself and what you're currently up to. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me on. And of course, it's International Women's Day. How perfect is it that we're that we're connecting today? So I'm really excited to dive in with you. You and I have known each other, you know, we we've been together for the long haul since 2013, I believe. So 
I love you dearly. And I'm so glad that we are, we're having this conversation today. So just a little bit about me. I am Dr. Christina Fontana, AKA the pharmacist coach. So I help visionary pharmacists to release subconscious blocks and self-sabotage that so that you can own your brilliance and scale your profitable healing business. And I've been doing this work for the last 10 years, graduated from St. John's university, um, like Marina, and I've gone through my own healing journey. You know, I share very openly about, you know, my eating disorders, dating narcissistic men, a lot of my unworthiness wounds that I have. And, and, you know, still I have blocks that I continue to work through at every next level of your business. You experience these, these blocks that can come up and really stunt your growth um, and prevent you from getting to that next level. And so I help women to really come back to who you are. It's really heart-centered work about releasing a lot of the programming, the beliefs, the blocks, the blind spots that prevent you from truly shining in your brilliance and who God made you to be. So very deep work. Um, it's, it's rapid transformation because I help people to, I can look at someone and within five minutes, I can hear, I can feel, I can see. I'm clairsentient. I have all of the clairs, clairvoyant, clairsentient, all of those to really tune into the person and help them to release whatever the block is. And I'll talk a little bit about what a block is, um, you know, a little bit down and probably later on in the episode. But in a nutshell, that's that's what I do. So I'm so excited to be here. Love it. Yes. Happy International Women's Day as we're recording this, though this podcast episode probably won't release until a bit later. But yes, we're celebrating having a tete-a-tete with our teas today. So I'm <laughs> yep. excited as well. And I've been following your work, as you mentioned, um, you know, ever since we both graduated, you a little bit before me and following your footsteps and your footprints that you've been leaving in the sand. Um, you know, getting a mentorship relationship as well throughout that time and developing a friendship. So, um, you know, I'd really love for you to share a little bit about your personal story, like around the time when you graduated and you started on this path, you know, obviously we both graduated as pharmacists. So how did you get into the energy work? How did you realize that you're clairvoyant and clairsentient and clairaudience? You know, how did that unfold for you? Yeah, that's a great question. So at the time that I graduated, it was 2012, you know, and I've told this story many, many a time, but I'll make it brief. So pretty much, you know, I, I was working for my dad at the time at his independent pharmacy, he wanted me to take over the pharmacy. And in my heart, I knew that that wasn't my path. And I had never really believed in God before that point, because I grew up Catholic and I wasn't very spiritual, but I feel like at that point, when I was in my fifth, sixth year of pharmacy, I felt God's presence in my heart. And he was, and I heard this voice and it was like, you can't stay here. You're meant for so much more. And not that I wasn't grateful for those experiences working in my dad's pharmacy, because I got so much from that. But I also knew that my soul was guiding me into this expansive place and it was totally unknown. So I'm getting the chills talking about it because I can really remember and feel into being a young girl and being terrified of, you know, never having been on an interview before and knowing that 
you know, I, I was meant to do more in the world. And so I just followed that gut intuition and, you know, I, I wound up like pursuing residency. Um, I got, I had five top residency choices. I didn't get any of them. I did match in the scramble. I went to, you know, and got a community pharmacy residency in Brooklyn. And that just opened me up so much, just spiritually. Um, I, I learned so much about myself because I had a mentor at the time who was also going through a spiritual awakening. I don't think I would have called it that at that time. I just knew there was so much shifting for me. And it was the beginning of that transformation work of releasing the programming and the unworthiness and peeling back these layers of who I was not so that I could become who I was at, at the core of who I was, which I am a being of light. I'm here to inspire, to ignite, to uplift women. And I know that based upon my trauma of, you know, having eating disorders and shining and stifling my light and being in that darkness of shame of being so ashamed that I was a highly sensitive person that I, I couldn't even speak my own desires. And so when I went to go say, you know, to my parents, I'm like, Hey, I want to do this different thing. I got punished. Right. And so it was kind of peeling back those layers and taking a stand for what I really wanted versus following what everyone else wanted me to do. And I, I know that the people who are listening to this episode can relate to that because we all have you know, different blocks related to other people like, oh, well, I can't shine because I don't want to outshine my sister or, you know, my parents never made more than $50,000 a year. So I can't do that. Or, you know, whatever those stories are that we have that are subconsciously blocking us from reaching that next level of income and impact in our business. And so as I was going through my journey and unraveling all of these layers that were not me, I I came to be more aware of my senses, of the fact that, that my sense my sensitivity is actually a beautiful gift. And because of that sensitivity, I can tune into people and feel into those blocks because I've gone to the depths of my own blocks. And so it's it's a beautiful journey that allowed me to tune into myself. You know, I've had I've invested probably close to three hundred thousand dollars in my own personal growth in, you know, speakers boot camps and going to retreats, hiring coaches, all of these other things to heal so that I can then be a beacon of light for other people going through their healing journey. And so that's really the work that I do with pharmacists. Of course, it involves business, but it's really about shining your light and owning who you are. So that's my, my long answer there. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. And as I've heard you say before, entrepreneurship is really such a spiritual journey too, because there's so much personal development work involved and so much um, of a reflection of who you are inside when you see how your business is going and who you are in your business is also a reflection of who you are in your life. So it's really, you know, fundamental to understand who you are so you can be in alignment with your heart-centered business and serve with purpose because you will subconsciously sabotage yourself if you don't feel in alignment and if you don't really believe in what you're doing. Um, and, you know, like you said, a lot of it is subconscious. So it's yeah. a matter of unraveling all of that and 
relearning and reprogramming. And in order to do that, we first have to be aware of what is going right now in order to, to uncover what is there and why it's there. Yeah. I always say that building a business, like anybody can start a business, but to scale a business, you, it's like, if you don't have the personal growth and the, the foundational blueprint of the things that I'm talking about, that inner work, it's like building a house on quicksand. It's not going to last. And I've seen it time and time again with different people who, you know, they're like, oh, I want to start a business. I can do it myself. Da, 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 da. And it's like, yeah, but you can't see your own blind spots because you're too close to yourself. So you need coaches, you need healers and support to hold you in those spaces where your, your blocks are. And so it's really doing that deeper work that allows your soul and your heart to expand, to be able to receive more into that next level. Because if you're not, if you're not really allowing yourself to process and to move through those emotions, through the block, to release it, then you're just up here. You're in your mind. You're intellectually like, oh, well, I know that that happened, but it's still, it's like an undigested part in your body, in your energetic body that is not allowing that flow, that ease, the expansiveness that I talk about a lot. You hear me, you know, if you follow me in, you know, my Monetize Your Magic group or or on anywhere, YouTube, podcast, whatever, it's about coming home to your heart. And when we think from the mind, it limits us. It doesn't allow us to truly expand when you come from the heart. And actually, I want to speak to the man who, you know, we both met on top of the mountain at Boynton Canyon in Sedona, he, you know, I just came back from a trip in Sedona and he said, he's like, you know, everything, the possibilities are endless when you move from your heart. And he said, fear, power, and control are illusions. And I really like, it just something clicked for me. And I always knew that to be true, but it's like living from that space of really being heart centered. And of course we need to have goals. We need to have you know, markers in our business, like, okay, I want to hit 400,000 or whatever it is. And also to know that we show up in our divine feminine being and to allow God, the universe, whatever you call it, to support you in ushering that movement forward. It's, it's a totally different way of being in your business than like, I need to do strategy. I need to do this. It's so stressful. And so it's allowed to be easy. That's what I always say. It's allowed to be easy and it's your time to shine. Yeah, I love that. And yes, that was such a beautiful man that we both met. Um, yeah, I knew because he makes those hearts and you posted that on your Instagram and yeah. I, I received the same hearts from him. So um, he's I, I tried to get his contact info, but he's off social media. He's off the grid. So I, I'm not able to keep in touch with him, but I'll always remember him. Yep. Yeah, so, he was really special. Yeah. Um, so I'd love to learn or find out really how you started this self-discovery journey and how you came to realize that this is foundational, you know, and this is what you want to focus when helping other women with their businesses. Um, you know, like what were the first steps? Who were your first mentors besides your pharmacy, um, residency experience? Like, where did you go for resources and Mm -hmm. Um, walk us through those first steps. Yeah, Tony Robbins, you know, because I was at that time, I was estranged from my family. So I like Tony Robbins was like a father figure to me in a way he he moved in a different way. He 
he had a more expansive view on life. He was, I mean, he's so heart centered. And so seeing a role model of a man in his power, in his divine masculine was very important for me as I was healing my own father wound that I had inside of me. So I went to his retreats. I actually met him in person, which was like one of the highlights of my life. I was so excited to meet him. Um, and so I just kind of followed my intuition. Different healers would come into my environment or someone would say to me, hey, have you seen, heard of this person? And it, when you come from an open space, I believe that God will pour those people in for you, whether it's a book or resources or a podcast. You know, when you feel that inner nudge in your soul, like, yeah, that's it then you just follow the breadcrumb trail. I talk about this all the time and God will lead your steps and it's following that. And even though it's scary and it doesn't make, it doesn't make logical sense. It leads you down this path that, you know, you wind up becoming you're you're becoming, you're becoming a new version of yourself. And so I've met healers along the way who have shown me my blocks and I wouldn't have known that unless I was in their presence. And so I just trust the journey that whoever is my next mentor, okay, like if I feel a, a strong pull to that person, that's what I do. So I've just followed that along the past 10 years of, of being in business. And, um, and I think one of the most powerful things for me was realizing, you know, I, I quit my, my retail job back in 2019 and I hired a business coach and that was great. And I got some quick clients, you know, I hit the 10K months, but then I stumbled and I realized that I didn't have the foundational principles that I'm talking about now. I just had a business coach who is like strategy, a little bit of mindset work, surface level mindset work, but it wasn't until I went through the energetic releasing of these unworthiness wounds of the control patterns of, you know, the imposter syndrome and all the things that I now teach other women, that that was really the missing piece that unlocked the key to my expansion and to really allow for that, the deeper understanding of myself and of other women to be able to meet them where they're at to, to lift them up, you know, it along their journey. So that's why a lot of the things, a lot of the programs I have like elevate, you know, entrepreneur Academy release and rise. It's all about ascension. It's all about you know, rising into who you came here to be. So that's a little bit of why, you know, I, I do the work that I do because I know in my bones that it's so important to scale. Otherwise it's like, uh, all right, <laughs> quicksand, right? So it's, it's so important. Yeah, because scaling allows you to serve more people and impact more people. So that's really the point, right? Right, exactly. All right. Yeah. So thank you so much for sharing that. Um, so what do you feel like was, you know, after you, you realized that you, the business foundation was not really there as far as the mindset piece, you know, maybe your business is doing pretty good with the strategy, but there's still something missing or something not fully aligned. So did you realize in that and create systems around how to work through that on your own? Or did you also have you know, a healer or mentor that helped you with that? Yeah. I mean, I've, I've learned from different healers along the way and I've, I've taken different pieces and made it my own because I believe every single person has a unique soul blueprint. And so 
the, even if we taught the same things, it's going to resonate differently with different people because of the frequency we put out into the world. I have a different way of saying things. I have unique stories just like you do. And so I, I've taken little, you know, nuggets from these different people, which I feel like, you know, intuitively we all probably do that and blended it into my own signature system and way of doing things that I know is going to help people move through their transformation at a more quicker pace. So like, for example, I have in my Elevate Entrepreneur Academy, I have four pillars that I work on with people. So it's owning your brilliance and really allowing yourself to embrace all aspects of who you are and moving through that on a deeper level. Um, really allowing yourself to rewire your subconscious image and how you see yourself as a leader and how you embody that out in the world. Um, un unwinding unworthiness, which is a huge topic with pharmacist entrepreneurs. I feel like a lot of people have a difficulty charging or they feel guilty or they don't feel worthy on subconsciously to receive more. So they push it away unconsciously. And so all of these different things that I've seen over the last 10 years, not only in myself, but with other women, other pharmacists, I have, I like things to go quick. I'm like, all right, let's get in there. Let's do a rapid transformation. So those are the things that I know are needle movers to help people to release quickly, to own your brilliance and to therefore show up. It, it's different than just being visible to really own that energy that you, that only you have that unique soul blueprint to shine that out in the world. And when you do that, it's like, boom, those clients like come rushing in for you. And it's that alignment, right? That you just talked about before. Um, and, and so it's really a beautiful thing when you can come back into that alignment and it, it's allowed to be easier than all of the stuff up here from the mind. So that's what I would say. Yeah, I love how you said unique soul blueprints. It made me think how, you know, physically we have different fingerprints, unique fingerprints, and we have unique DNA structure, you know, even, you know, identical twins have some differences somewhere appearing yeah. on their body. And each of us has a message to share, like you were saying that we can attract our, you know, friends, our whoever we resonate with and also our clients. So I also follow Marie Forleo and she says this all the time. She says, you know, um, just because things are never really created or destroyed, right? Because of the law of conservation of energy doesn't mean that, you know, you have nothing new to share with the world. So all the ideas, all the inventions are kind of already there in the ether but maybe you're pulling it out in a different way and expressing it in a different way. And suddenly you're able to inspire and turn on light bulbs for other people, you know, even though those concepts are constantly repeated and recycled. So I often hear people saying, you know, well, I'm not going to be doing this because this person's already doing this. So, you know, mm -hmm. I can't do it because it's already there. It already exists. But if every, you know, musician and artist said, okay, there's already a painting that exists in the world, there's already a song, we don't need more, um, then we would never have any progression towards anything. Absolutely. And yeah, uh, we've talked about this before too, you know, you have a unique story. I like every single person does. And so if you have a desire in your heart, you can add value to the world. That's what I believe. And so it's, 
you know, for me, the way I believe, I'm just going to say it, that God is my CEO. So I open my channel. I, I release my ego attachments. I just open my channel to receive the divine downloads. And that's how I get messages about everything in my business on who to collaborate with, um, who to, you know, who to reach out to all of these different things. I literally get divine downloads because I'm so in tune with myself and because I've released all of these blocks to allow more light into my, you know, it's called your light body, your energetic body to be able to be intuitive, to hear, see, feel all of those things. So it's like, I just, I just follow what he's saying and that's it. And that's really the, the secret of my success. And what I, I really feel is, is really the, the message that I want to impart on people is like, if you just open yourself up to it and you align yourself with God's will, he's going to give you, well, he's going to give you the blueprint. Yeah. Yeah. And it does sound easy, but I think it's counterintuitive, like you said, because we're in our heads sometimes. Well, a lot of the times we're in our heads, yep. not in our bodies even at all. And that's why we have this disconnect between yes body and mind and soul. And we can't just let go and surrender because we feel like, you know, we need to have the ego and the control right, to make sure that we end up what we're supposed to. But how do we know that that's where we're supposed to end up? <laughs> that's the question, right? Well, and that's where the transformation work comes in because it's like, I, I just read a post you wrote, it was like dissociation, right? And that's what I was doing when I had my eating disorder. I was dissociating from my body because it was too painful in here. And so a lot of the, the beginning steps of transformation is feeling into the body to release those blocks, to release the pain and the, the energy that's tied to the trauma that we hold in our body. And so that if you're dissociated from your body, you're not going to hear God's voice. So it's, it's this whole journey of coming back in and moving out from the mind into the body to create these infinite possibilities that I talked about before. And it is, it's, it's a journey and it's not always easy, but it's allowed to be easier than just coming from up here, right? Coming from the mind, especially as pharmacists, we're used to analyzing to making sure we're perfect. And so I know those blocks. And so I'm like, okay, this is what we're going to do. We're going to shift this, this, this is what you're going to do. And it allows people to have that rapid transformation because I've seen it time and time again with so many clients over the past 10 years, it's like noticing those patterns, right? Noticing what keeps, what keeps people small, what keeps them stuck and allowing them to release that energy to use it for their business. Because if energy is, <clears throat> say that you're releasing a block, right? I see a block as like a, a dense black energy that has roots and beliefs and programming and everything attached to it. That's holding it together. It's like, no, 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 no. This is how it is. Well, in order for that block to be like, whenever it is released, it's transmuted, right? So it becomes creative energy to use in your business. And so it allows not only an energetic releasing, but a physical releasing. Like if you look at a picture of me from 10 years ago, I was heavier. I had the physical protection because we do protect ourselves. We have that armor on around our heart because of all of the disappointment, the betrayal, the rejection, all of these things that have happened. And so when you allow yourself to just gently let that go through the healing process, it opens you up. It allows you to expand, to 
allow in more light to connect to God's guidance for your life. So that's the journey. <clears throat> yeah. So we're moving from contraction to expansion and ascension, as you were mentioning before. So yeah. I, I like how you mentioned the pharmacy analytical brain and perfection and all these patterns. I'd love for you to speak into how one goes from, you know, a pharmacist that's trained in logic and pharmaceuticals and mechanisms and all the things that we were taught in allopathic medicine, right? And then how you then shift into really focusing on energy work, because I've read your books, you've written several books, and you do so many things with chakras and masculine feminine and the expansion work. So how did you transition and start utilizing these principles as, you know, a left brain kind of trained um, scientist? Yeah, that's a great question. And literally it's the healer, the, the experiences, the in-person experiences that I've had where people stood in front of me and said, you're very rigid, right? So it's that rigidity that we hold because it's like, need to be perfect, need to be analytical. I need to da 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 and having someone witness you and reflect that back to you. And I was like, oh, I didn't realize I was rigid. I was just being myself, right? And so having those experiences of coaches who reflected it back to me, it, it's one thing to read a book and be like, oh, I'm masculine. I have these traits. It's another to move through it by feeling that rigidity in your body because it's most likely coming from a trauma response, right? Control is from fear. It's a trauma response of wanting, not wanting to lose control because that was the only way that we had it. Maybe as a child, for example, you know, and that's how it showed up for me through eating disorders was control because that was the way. Number one, that I got love was if I was thin enough, if I was pretty enough, if I was smart enough, I got straight A's. I was top. I was in number nine out of 350 people in my high school class. That was my way to get love. And so when we have that wrapped up in an, our identity, we don't want to let it go because it's like, oh no, this is how I get love. And so when you are in that safe space to be like, hey, sweetheart, it's, it's not your identity. That's who you've been trained to be because of the limiting beliefs and all of the programming. It's, it allows you to open up the space to let that go. And so again, it's all about releasing and integrating and coming back to who you really are and having the space to explore who you really are. So I feel like it was those experiences through being witnessed by other women. And, and that's what I do at my Elevate retreat. Now I hold space for other people and I'm like, hey, how's this serving you? Is this working for you? Okay, let's shift it. Let's release it. Let's transmute it. It's alchemy. So that that's the easiest answer is, is that I have moved through my own rigidity, my own perfectionism. And it comes up again. And I'm like, Hey, there you are. Right. And you, you witness it in a different way and you know how to shift it from there. Once you've done it, you're like, okay, here we go around the wheel again. I know what I'm doing this time. <laughs> so, yes. So how important is it to have an open mind when doing some of this work? Like, you know, we talk about placebo and nocebo effects all the time. So you know, as a pharmacist, as a scientist, I get these questions all the time about holistic medicine and like why I believe it and where's the evidence and all that stuff. Yeah. You get questions like that. And, you know, what is your take on that? 
as far as, yeah, well, so I believe that, you know, if you, not everything has evidence, first of all. So, I mean, I've studied quantum physics and all different things. So it is science-based, but when you experience it for yourself, it's like, again, reading it in a book versus experiencing it in your body. And I'm sure you've seen this too with like flower essences or herbal or, you know, whatever the, or whatever the different modalities you use. Yeah, there's logic, but there's also that, you know, like subtle energy can't be measured yet by scientific instruments, but I still believe it. And so you absolutely need to be open to these different ways of healing. Like I use hypnotherapy, I use, you know, different quantum physics principles. And like I said, a lot of that is science-based, but a lot of it, I believe because I've experienced it myself and I've seen it work with other clients. So it, yeah, you have to definitely have an open mind to be doing this work and not everybody's going to resonate with it. And that's cool too. Like, I'm not going to sit here and be like, I'm going to justify my work to you. And this is why, you know, and in my, actually I have it here in my last book, I actually did. I, you know, it's blending science and spirituality because, you know, I do want to show that there, there is science behind it, but think about the power of prayer. Think about what you can create with your mind. Your mind is so powerful. So I believe it. That's the easiest answer is, you know, I've experienced it. I believe it. And that's enough. I don't need to convince anybody. Yeah. I think a lot of people come from like, oh, I have to see it to believe it. But what you're saying is like, well, why don't you feel it? And then you'll believe it. Um, And, you know, what you mentioned about belief being super powerful, I totally am seeing that overall because some people, you know, especially in recent days, um, you know, really notice like people are very divisive and they have opposing views and they don't want to listen to the opposing view. And, you know, so they just have their opinion and their belief. And you know what, even the um, most solid science won't convince, convince somebody if they have a solid belief that is dead set on something. So you can call it, you know, that I'm evidence-based or not, but belief really does override any evidence that's presented. That is true. Because you will try to, your mind can pick out pieces of the evidence and use it for an argument, which is why, you know, the law field is so lofty, right? If you are a lawyer, you can like look at the truth and we always think, oh, is there a universal truth, right? That's what we kind of strive to figure out. Is there this universal truth? But everybody's perspective and picking out different parts of the truth and different parts of the evidence can create a totally different picture and a totally different reality for some people versus others. That's such a good point. And if you think about it, we are all living in a different reality because uh, the, the four agreements talks about this Don Miguel Ruiz. He said, everybody's living in their own dream and literally like not to go too much into quantum physics, but there are different dimensions that we experience 3d, 4d, 5d, where we're either living in separation, which is 3d where it's like black, white, good, bad duality, or we're living in that unity consciousness, knowing that everything comes from love. Like that man, Robert said, he's living in 5d. He totally gets it. And so 
we are all living in our, in our own reality because it's like, we come from our own beliefs. Like you said, we look for different, your reticular activating system in your brain looks for the evidence outside of you to confirm your belief. So if you believe I always get taken advantage of, you're only going to see that in your environment. And so this work of digging into the deeper beliefs, the blocks can help you actually shift your reticular activating system to begin seeing new evidence in your reality. And so it's, it's such deep, powerful work and you're, you hit it on the head. It's, it's about belief. You know, do you believe it's going to work? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. So uh, I know when you first started out your business, you focused on hypnotherapy and healing client work. So how did that play out in terms of, you know, your evolution of your business? You know, what were the stages that you went through as a business owner? Yeah. So at first I was doing health coaching, you know, I guess, cause I was moving through my own healing journey, transitioning from my 3d pharmacy job to, you know, more of the healing role of, of what I'm doing now. And then I realized in 2019 that, you know, I was still doing health coaching, but that really wasn't my zone of genius. I realized that the transformation work at, you know, as I was going through my own business journey, like that is really the crux of helping people to heal at the root. Right. And you can look at this in so many different ways because patterns affect your weight, your health, your relationships. Like if you're controlling, most likely you're controlling in your relationships, in your business, with your body. And so these patterns affect every area of your life. So I love, I have a Scorpio moon. So I really love like getting into the depths of like communicating and pulling things out of people that I'm like, there it is. You know, it's kind of like that pulling out the root versus like picking off the leaves and being like, okay, right. Do this thing. I don't know. You, you talk about that too. Um, you know, with a lot of the work that you do. So I feel like that's really, um, that that's the journey that's been my journey. And, and I've seen how potent it can be to go through that deeper transformation. So I don't know if I answered your question, but <laughs> No, definitely. Because as I'm going through iterations of my business, I'm also realizing that, you know, my passion is changing, my message is changing, who I'm serving is changing. And, you know, sometimes oh, yeah. you start out thinking one thing, like, you know, you start out in pharmacy school, uh, but then you decide to do some more holistic work and coaching work. And then eventually you realize, um, well, who was I and how did I overcome my challenges? And then you can turn that into your gift into helping others going through the same thing. Right. So, you know, for example, for yourself, maybe you uh, started out supporting people with eating disorders and using all the things that were helpful for you, all those modalities that helped you, you then learn them and apply them. That's what I'm kind of getting from you. Yeah. Oh and, yeah. And then, you know, later you realize, well, now I'm using this work in my business. So I'm going to use those same modalities of hypnotherapy and healing and transformation, and then go out, not only healing myself on a deep level, but also making progress in my business. Absolutely. Yeah. And I just wrote a post in monetize your magic today about like the whole journey. And I realized my I believe, I mean, my purpose is love. I feel like all of our, like the collective 
purpose is love, but my specific purpose is about helping people shine their light because I hid my light for so many years because of different childhood experiences, um, the pain that I was holding. And so I was, I kept myself small because I was afraid to be seen. I was afraid to shine my light because I didn't want to get judged by other people and all of those things. So absolutely it's, and I feel like a lot of probably entrepreneurs do that. Like they go through something, then they find different principles or teachings, and then they teach it to people who are struggling five steps, you know, before them. And so that's kind of the, you know, the principles that you can apply for any business really. Yeah, absolutely. So can you share with us like your top few favorite tools that you use to shift and transform in an energetic body level? Mm-hmm. Yeah, let me just feel into this. So for me, I feel like it's it's really witnessing that person and just letting the energy guide me. So again, even in my coaching sessions, I'm like, okay, God, tell me what to do with this person. And I just really tune into them. I do a lot of um, digesting of inner child work, you know, like traumas from inner, inner child uh, experiences. So I go back in time, it's called timeline therapy. I go back in time with them to drop into the experience, to feel the feeling because it's almost like, imagine if you ate a piece of pizza and never digested it, it's there in your stomach, right? The same thing goes for these experiences. Cause when you, when you go through a trauma, your body goes into shock, gamma waves are, are going off in your brain and your body freezes typically. And so that trauma is in there. It's in your energetic body that's undigested. And so a lot of where I go first is like, okay, there's something here. Let's dive into that. Let's feel it into it together. So that's definitely one. Um, another thing is I like subconscious programming for sure, you know, hypnosis, um, anchors, anchoring in, you know, new frequencies with people, um, looking into their beliefs and helping to peel back the layers of that. That's definitely another one. Um, you got me on the spot here. <laughs> I'm trying to feel into what, um, what my favorite tools are for people. And then, oh, here's another one. Just like, you know, dancing and movement is such a big one because I feel like, you know, we're holding so much rigidity in the body and perfection. To me, perfectionism shows up like being very rigid, you know, spine straight, contracted. And so dancing is a really great way to move that energy and to be more open and expansive. So I, again, I do a lot of that at my retreats to just open people up because they're, they're like this, right. They're so contracted and in fear. So I would say those are probably the top three things that I love doing. Yeah. It's fun. I love the getting into your body and moving things out and shaking things out and just physically being in your body and physically moving the energy. It's kind of like a representation of what's going on inside. And can you talk a little bit more about the anchoring that you mentioned? Yeah. So there's a, there's a technique in NLP. So you can do physical anchors where you have the person mentally picture something like say that they want to feel whenever they're going in front of an audience or something like that, they, they feel nervous. 
And so you want to anchor in confidence. There's a process that I can take them through that like you can hold a specific point on your body and you feel the emotion, you feel the confidence and how you're going to be in that moment. And you physically anchor that experience. So every time you touch that point on your body, you're anchoring that in. So um, that's one way. Another way is I use Eden energy medicine, which is based on, you know, the the meridian system of the body and and how our body is energetically wired. So um, this is the central meridian right here. So you can literally zip up your confidence. Oh, I I realize this is a podcast. People can't see what I'm doing, but it's it's along the front side of your body (laughs) and um, you zip up your confidence. So you're zipping up your central meridian to really just say like, I love myself. I, whatever, whatever that is for you. Uh, tapping is another thing that I, I love going to, um, helping to neutralize any fears that you're experiencing. Uh, really any of those tools involving the body and the energy system can help you to move through some of these blocks and the fears that I'm talking about. So that's what anchoring is. Love it. Thank you for explaining that. Um, that was a new concept for me. That's why I asked. So yeah. Um, you mentioned tapping and I know you did a tapping exercise with us in a recent challenge that you had. So I'm wondering if I may invite you to walk us through a short tapping exercise um, and, you know, just, just say it out loud too with the body parts so that people listen okay. to it. I can also even post this. I mean, if you want me to, I can post this on YouTube so that people can see what I'm doing. That might be helpful too. Yeah, Um, we can can talk about that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So the whole idea behind tapping is that, you know, you're neutralizing these fears that you have around whatever that is for yourself. So like a lot of people have the fear of shining in their business. They have specific beliefs. So the setup is that even though I blah, 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 I deeply and completely love and accept myself. So you're helping to neutralize the fear. And then you're coming back to that loving, I deeply and completely love and accept myself. So uh, the setup for it is you can just start here. It's the karate chop point. And you just say like, I'll just pick some top things that, that people struggle with in their business. So even though I feel like I'm an imposter and then you go to your eyebrow point and that, you know, no matter what I do, it's never good enough. And then on the side of the eye, and I'll never be enough under the eye. And I'll always be struggling under the must. Uh, this is the mustache point. And that I feel like a fraud on the chin. I deeply and completely on the collarbone love and accept myself. Okay. Then I call this the monkey point. I don't, it, it's under the arms, like near your bra. <laughs> Even though I feel like, and then you do the top of the head, I have this fear of being seen in my business. And then we're going to go back around. So we're starting again at the, um, in between the eyebrows point. So even though I feel like I can't shine because the more I shine, the more I'll get criticized. That's a big one. And the more I'll get judged and the more hater comments I'm going to get. And it was really never safe for me to shine when I was younger because my sibling was better than me or whatever the belief is. But I deeply and completely love and accept myself. 
let's do one more round. What's another fear people have? Go ahead, Marina. Give me a fear. Okay. Um, even though I'm afraid of failure. Ooh, good one. Even though I'm afraid of failure, what's what is behind that story? And- um, because um, there's a lot of things that I've tried in the past that failed. Mm-hmm. And my business is not taking off the way I'm expecting it to as, or as fast as I'm expecting it to. Oh, this is so good. Yes. I'm feeling that. The, I deeply and completely, go ahead, say it with me. And completely. Love and accept myself. Love and accept myself. Ooh, I got all the feels with that one. Yes, 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 yes. Mm-hmm. And these are real things. And then I always just do this at the end. Just like move the energy, shake off the energy. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, I feel all fired up now. <laughs> yeah. So, and so just to kind of give people a context for how you might feel, you might feel nothing after doing that. You might be like, uh, I did this really work. It's working. You might feel chills or tingles, like the energy is actually moving. You might feel tired or yawn. Um, and then just make sure you're drinking plenty of water. Whenever you're doing energy work, you're moving energy. You always want to hydrate. So drinking plenty of water for that. And then you can even just end with your know, hands on your heart. When, you know, the heart math Institute has shown that the electromagnetic energy that radiates from the heart, when you connect in like this is thousands of times more potent than anything from your mind. And so ending a session with your hands on your heart and just like, I love you. I approve of you, whatever the, the feeling that you want to anchor in for yourself, just putting that on your, your hands on your heart and breathing that in. Cause this is where it all is. You have everything you need within you. You have all of the medicine that you need inside of you right now. So just anchoring into that truth that it's safe for you to shine, that it's safe for you to earn abundantly for your gifts, that it's safe for you to be bright, to serve more people, to expand your business, to own your light. It's safe for you to shine. Just holding that in your heart space. Hmm. That felt really good. (laughs) Yes. I completely resonate with being your own healer and having everything available and accessible to you. Um, I would love to do just like a really quick rapid fire rounds of questions. Yeah, go ahead. All right. If somebody's just starting out and, you know, approaching this with an open mind, where should they go? How should they start this journey? So I would just take out a journal. This is what's coming to my intuition. Take out a journal and write out on the left-hand side of the page, all the things that you want to let go of the control, the rigidity, the unworthiness, whatever's popping through as you're listening to this podcast, write down what you're ready to let go of. Then write down your desires, your dreams, what you want to move toward and see, you know, intuitively just be open. And, and you can even say something like God, universe, source, creator, show me the path. 
lead me to somebody, lead me to a resource, a book, a podcast, a mentor who can help me get from this side to this side, right? The left side to the right side. And that's where I would say to start, like, just keep it really simple and go from there. And you will start to see it because when you ask your brain a question, the brain looks for evidence, right? It looks for the response. So just be open to how that's going to show up for you. Love that. Yeah. Journaling in general is so therapeutic because you can just, yeah. On the brain dump. Yeah. You release it from your heart, from your soul, from your brain, and you don't have to keep it in anymore. Now that the paper has, you know, all that energy. Taking it. Um, I know you said that when it comes to using, um, your favorite tools, it really is individualized depending on what resonates best for the person. But is there one that you find like is universally, you know, approachable for many different people and many, many people respond to and like using in terms of tools? I would say EFT, like what we just did, it's very powerful and people feel the difference after it's, it's like, that's one of the quickest things that you can do to, to neutralize any fears that you have. So I would say EFT hands down. Love it. Love it. And last question. Um, is there a myth that you'd like to bust regarding what, you know, what people think about energy work, or is there anything that we haven't discussed that you really want to make sure everybody knows about energy work? What's coming through right now is that you can create your own reality. I literally went from being homeless, having self-hatred, having eating disorders, attracting abusive men, and having nothing to creating everything I have now. And so my, I, I want this to be powerful and, and really resonate with people that you can absolutely create the, the future you want for yourself. And so having the clarity is the first step, right? That's why I had you go through the journaling exercise. Like, what is it you actually want? If you want to write a book, if you want to start a business, what is that? And what is it going to take to get there? And being willing to the answers you get. Like some people, they'll, they'll get the answer and then they're like, oh no, but I can't because whatever. And it's like, God's given you the answer, but then you don't want to follow the smooth path. They're like, oh no, no, no. I'm going to do the harder path. I'm going to take that harder path. It's like, it's allowed to be easier. Just follow the breadcrumb trail. It's You're going to be fine. You're not going to be, you know, left, left alone or whatever the worst case scenario is in your mind. You're going to be supported. And having that belief, I am always divinely supported. That is probably the foundational belief that I have. And knowing that that's true, that no matter what happens, if I get clients, if I don't get clients, if I fall flat on my face, if I say the wrong thing, it doesn't matter because I'm always supported. So having that foundational belief is like the bedrock of building a foundational, a a fruitful, scalable business. That's what I I believe. Yeah, I love it. We just made it full circle and went back to belief, how belief is really the most powerful tool and belief and desire override fear. And it's that road less traveled mm. principle, right? Where, yeah, it, it's, it could be scary because it's less traveled, but is it worth it for you to go take it? So everybody should answer that for themselves. You hit it on the head. Your desire has to be bigger than any fear that you have. 
and I am the the freaking queen of road less traveled. I'm like, oh, that's the path everybody else takes. I guess I'll take this one. So I'm living proof that it always works out and for everybody. Love it. Love it. Well, thank you so much for coming on to the show, Christina. I'll have all your links up in the show notes for everything that you provide and you mentioned with YouTube and podcasts and Facebook and all of your events. Um, if you want to give people one or two places they could come and uh, reach out to you and say hello, yeah. please go ahead. Yeah, sure. So you can follow me on Instagram uh, at the pharmacist coach. You can connect with me in my monetize your magic Facebook group, which Marina will give you the link in the show notes and, you know, just be in community, be with people who resonate with you. If, if I'm resonating with you, I'd love to have you in my community and just follow those little breadcrumbs, follow those inner nudges that are telling you and pulling you to specific people and, and places and things. So I am cheering you on in your business or, you know, in your journey in general. And I'm, I was so um, honored to be here with you, Marina. Thank you. Yeah, it was really fun. Uh, happy International Women's Day, even though this will be released way later, but celebrate yourself every day, you beauties. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in to the Holistic Pharmacy Podcast. I truly hope you enjoyed listening to this episode as much as we enjoyed creating it. If you learned something new from it, I'd love if you could leave us a five-star review and share it with a friend who might love it too. You can find me on any of the podcast and social media platforms by looking up Holistic Pharmacist or Dr. Marina Booksov. Thank you for your support and see you next time.